Listener Production. Wall Street subdued on caution ahead of inflation data and the US Federal Reserve's meeting. And Australian investors await a speech from the Reserve Bank Governor and Business and Consumer Confidence data. I'm Ryan. I'm Craig. It's Tuesday, December the 12th. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Craig, we've got the US Consumer Price Index tonight to look forward to. Mm. And it's an action-packed week that includes the US Federal Reserve. So you'd expect investors in this environment to be quite wary ahead of this key economic data and also policy information. Yeah, I think there's a quiet confidence out there, quiite confidence that um, the US Federal Reserve actually has achieved some success in getting in inflation down. Certainly won't be doing anything this week, but we were looking for the comments from the, the Federal Reserve and see what uh, they, they do make of the, the situation and then watch uh, the other central banks later in the week. So as you say, action-packed, you know, so all these central banks and all this key economic data like the inflation figures coming out in the United States later tonight. Well, with a couple of hours left of trade, the Dow Jones is currently up by 116 points or 0.3%. The broader S&P 500 index has gained 0.3%. And the tech-heavy NASDAQ is lagging up by 25 points or 0.2%. And we've also seen really flat outcomes in the US Treasury market as well. The 10-year US Treasury yield is currently at 4.24% and the two-year is at 4.73%. But of course, Investors are expecting the US Federal Reserve this week to temper the market's conviction that US interest rates will be cut early next year. And of course, we are seeing those money managers, bond traders positioning in advance of this. And last night, Craig, we got an update on consumer inflation expectations. Yeah, it was a good outcome too, uh, down from 3.6% to 3.4% in November. Uh, that's the lowest uh, rating that was seen since April of 2021. So, uh, certainly, the, the Federal Reserve can claim some success in getting those inflationary expectations down, and it just may pull it off, a soft landing for the, the US economy. Yes, the expected price changes for gasoline slipped, and those for both rent and college education fell to the lowest level since January 2021. So this is good news for central bank policymakers, of course. And we also had a couple of bond auctions last night that were fairly soft ahead of the inflation data and US Federal Reserve's announcement. In terms of the inflation data that we're going to get for November, Craig, what is your expectation there? Well, what we're likely to see for the headline rate of inflation is a flat outcome, and that's be restrained by the uh, the petrol prices or gasoline prices, as they call them in the United States. And the headline rate may fall from 3.2% to 3.1%. The core rate, the expectation is 0.3% for, for the month and uh, unchanged at 4% for, for the year. So uh, those sorts of readings will indicate a degree of progress in terms of in getting inflation down. It's, 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 it's a piecemeal yesterday effort, but yesterday it's certainly yesterday coming through to fruition. Indeed. And of course, if we get a hotter than expected inflation number, which is not expected, that could throw a cat amongst the pigeons as far as pricing around rate cuts are concerned. So as it stands, the Fed Funds futures market has now priced in a first likely rate cut of May next year at 72%. Mm. Of course, markets were pricing in a March one at one stage, and now that's fallen back to about a 40% chance. So a lot hinges on these inflation numbers, but of course, as you've said, Craig, we're expecting Jerome Powell at his press conference later this week after the US Federal Reserve's decision, where they're expected to remain on hold to push back on those expectations around rate cuts. Now, as far as company news is concerned, we saw Cigna Health 
It was the strongest performer on the S&P 500 index on Monday. It jumped 17% after it ended its attempt to negotiate the acquisition of rival Humana while announcing a $10 billion US dollar share buyback. Uh, we also had Macy's takeover offer, $5.8 billion offer from Arkhaus Management and Brigade Capital. So still there's the belief that these department stores can yes, sort of provide the shopping experience that shoppers are looking for. Um, so a $5.8 billion offer there and Macy's shares up 21% or thereabouts today. Very strong outcomes there. And we also saw department store chains like Nordstrom and Coles each gaining more than 5% on the back of that news. Mm. The other thing that stood out as well is shares of shoe and apparel company Nike rose about 2.6%. It was a strong performer on the Dow Jones after Broker City upgraded the stock to buy from neutral. City said in a note to clients that Nike's strategy for controlling costs should help it top Wall Street earnings estimates in next week's quarterly report. And also we saw Broadcom's shares jumped by about 9% after Broker City resumed coverage of the stock with a buy rating, citing strength from VMware acquisition. And also the Wall Street firm said its AI business will offset the correction in the semi-business. So we did see the tech shares lag last night, Craig. The the NASDAQ is only up 0.2%. And that's really on the back of some weakness around Alphabet, Apple and Amazon, which shed between 1% and 1.6%. But Broadcom and the chip makers were amongst the stronger performers. Yeah, Netflix was up in the order of 2.4% as well. So those mega cap uh, tech stocks uh, certainly were somewhat mixed, but yes, some more down rather than anything else. Um, We had the European markets uh, higher modestly overnight. FTSE Euro first 300 index was up by three tenths of 1% and Germany up by two tenths of 1%. But the UK market down 0.1%. And that's basically because of the miners. They um, fell in response to lower metal prices in the mining sector in the United States down 0.9%. Good point about the metals. We're seeing copper down 1% and aluminium futures down 0.7%. Aluminium prices touched their lowest level in more than three months on Monday as speculative funds stepped up selling on expectation of rising inventories. And aluminium, of course, is used in construction, transport and packaging. It slid 10% on the London Metal Exchange since touching a five-month peak in October. We also saw iron ore futures down by 0.2% to 135.16 US dollars a tonne overnight. And that was on the back of that disappointing inflation data out of China, where we saw consumer prices fall the fastest in three years in November, and also factory gate deflation deepened as well. Gold is down 1% to 1,993.70 US dollars an ounce, and continues its slide from that record high that we saw last week. Yeah, a bit of caution there in the oil markets as well. There were some gains and uh, around about half of 1% for, for the NYMEX uh, Brent up in the order of 0.6%. Degree of caution about um, output cuts and uh, whether they will continue to go ahead and uncertainty about the demand outlook as well, but um, still modestly higher. And um, that's certainly positive for our energy sector here in Australia, given the fact that we've had those gains in oil prices overnight. We did see some greenback strength last night, and the Aussie dollar rose from 65.5 cents to 65.67 cents. It's currently near 65.7 cents. So a lot hinges today on a speech by Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock. What are you expecting there today, Craig? Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, more in terms of financial stability, I think, rather than anything else in the payment system. Uh, but uh, we'll be watching the the, um, the speech, nevertheless, you know, for a degree of interest, whether Michelle Bullock you know, mentions anything in terms of um, 
uh, monetary policy. We do have um, overseas arrivals and departure figures coming out today. Uh, measures of business confidence from the National Australia Bank as well as business conditions. Confidence a little bit soft at the moment, but business conditions very, very good because businesses continue to pass on higher prices to, to consumers. And we also have uh, the consumer sentiment figures out today. Really not too much in terms of corporate action, uh, an extraordinary general meeting from Nickel Industries. Certainly, with you, if you look at the consumer confidence data today, there'll be a big focus on the November rate hikes impact there, and that will weigh on household finances and their spending intentions, one would think. And as far as business sentiment's concerned, labour conditions will be in focus, as will trends in input and final price pressures as well. Now, our market at this point in time, if you look at the SPY futures, is set for a modest gain of just seven points or 0.1%. Thanks for your time today. Great to have you on board again today, Craig. We look forward to an update on inflation in the US Federal Reserve tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.